0: Goes another 20 year old Holy shit, I hate those guys God, 20 year Somebody help these 20 year olds It's time to figure it out, Ricky Don't touch me Don't touch me Don't fucking touch me Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Too Many Jams Is this the final episode? You know, what's what's going on? Is it, is it still a show but all things 20 year old? Where's Robbie? So many questions um I'm actually joined not even by a twenty year old anymore. So is it now and I'm twenty eight. What is it what is it becoming? Is it a show about all things thirty year old? Um anyway, but yeah, the opening line too many jams, a show about all things twenty year old, with help from friends, experts, and our own personal experiences. We have to shed some light on those issues that leave your age group lost and confused. I think putting an age on our lostness. Is very limiting. <laughs> uh, Kevin is my roommate. He's also part-time producer of the podcast when he's when he can.
1: No, I'm always there.
0: You know, he's always there in spirit yeah. or in the house, like in, in in nearby. But some of the time, he's also in in the room mm-hmm. uh, doing some producer duties. And uh, yeah, so what's been happening? I did the last podcast alone. And, uh, what's been happening is, as the title of this podcast suggests, things are changing, maybe finishing. And, uh, Kev is, uh, Kev's wrapped up in the middle of it all as, uh, Robbie and my roommate. And, uh, he's also lives in the city, Robbie, uh, like in, in the Toronto area, Robbie's living in London. So he's here and he's queer. Let's get out to it. Ro- uh, Kev, how are you doing?
1: Good. Thanks for having me on. No problem, as man. Say we- I'm, I'm on, uh, Producer Kev, but also uh, marriage counselor Kev in the middle of yours and Robbie's marriage partnership.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. And and he's doing a stellar job. In fact, you've helped in two of my personal revelations this week about what to do. We've had two chats and you seem to be part Robbie and part me the way you think.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's actually a good way of putting it.
0: You see both sides like Chanel. Like Chanel, see, you ever ever heard that song lyrics? See on both sides, like Chanel. Oh no, I think it's Frank Ocean or whatever. Uh, Yeah, no, you've been you've been good because you see on both sides, um, but you also, I think, still like kind of. Although you see on both sides, like you still look for the solution, instead of just like the solution being like meet in the middle. Like you actually like look for the solution. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of just like, oh, he thinks that and you think that. You're like, well, he, he thinks this because of this. You think that because of that. I actually think, you know, that it's more like this. And, you know, can you can you guys kind of see it that way? And then I like it because I'm like, yeah, that makes total sense. You know, we'll, we'll go that direction. But, yeah, I don't know how much, how much to dive into Rob's and my issues. But uh, I, s- I said a few episodes ago we almost split up. The band, the podcast, it all came to, just came to a head. Two people in deep COVID funk, just not, not, just giving it to the resistance as the war of art said, just not living their best lives. And, uh, I, I thought of one way out and he thought of another and we were just not on the same page with it. You know, how was that for you, Kev? Exhilarating?
1: Yeah. Um, are you talking about like the combo from today?
0: No, like w- like back when we didn't know when we were gonna split up. The, like, oh yeah, like, like uh,
1: yeah, pretty much like uh, from my perspective, it's it's been the like kind of a, I don't know, it's like a crossroads kind of thing. We're all kind of figuring our stuff out. It's been pretty like six plus months, I don't even know, eight months now of like kind of not doing a hell of a lot <laughs> kind of thing, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, just trying to figure out like kind of being honest with each other about what our goals are and what we want to do going forward. And uh, what the best way to accomplish those are, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, no, and uh, then so Kevin just, it, it, just the fact that Robbie and I have so much business together, uh, and Kevin lives with the two of us. He is unfortunately also at the mercy of our, uh, our, of our business dealings, and part of the disagreement Robbie and I had was about moving into a new place. And so that really affected Kevin, because <laughs> Kevin also needs to live in a place. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, so so we we found a dope pad. We were going to move out, and then the difference of opinion was Rob said he I think he would rather live at home, save money, figure shit out. And I said move forward. I can't I can't spend any more time going that direction. That's why we we're going to split up. And Kevin was just over there like. Fucking figure it out And I'll do whatever (laughs) Just figure it out And uh, we did figure it out We're now moving into this place I did a whole podcast episode last time About discipline And how I'm going to like You know apply it And Kevin's been a big part of that chat And you also read War of Art So if, if you don't know what I'm talking about Last episode I talked about This new mindset War of Art is the book I read That kind of validated And Kevin was the guy that told me about that book um, you just reread it. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you like? Do you think that? Because you mentioned that this podcast, like for the last few years, has been kind of about figuring shit out. Mm-hmm. Do you think we figured it out yet?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think. Like you know, but what I like about Trav is that he's like all about self-improvement and like uh everything's kind of like creating a grander theory of how we can apply this like certain things to life and for me the whole podcast was about uh people coming on who are have gone through certain things and kind of come to some conclusions or something just describing like well like uh obstacles they had to go through to get where they are and like most people who come on are like pretty successful or they're doing some some cool thing and they obviously had to go through some sort of uh obstacles to get there so for me the, the podcast has always been about um i don't know it's like it's some other thing, like just figuring out what what is the 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 uh the plan to get sort of where you want to be kind of thing and uh when i originally read war of art because it was a, it was a book like rogan always talked about they was like re- referred to it and everything it was back in like 2014 or something i don't know, it was like back when i was in university and uh gave it a read and it really like just strung a chord and i was like fired up for school for i don't know i was just having trouble like staying motivated for school Ended up getting fired up and getting this little spurt of energy, but I really didn't read into it the same depth that you got into it. Cause I always knew it was a good book. I'm like, I should reread this. It's like, this really did it for me yeah. before. And then it was for you. And I was like, cause we were talking about stuff. I'm like, oh, that's actually, it's from what I remember of the book, this is ringing really true. So I ended up uh, uh, saying you should read it. And the way you came back, you're like, holy fuck, Kev, this is really <laughs> like, you're like, it was just everything clicked, I think. And it was just, and the from you reading it, then me rereading it. Then it's this whole grander kind of like depth to it kind of thing.
0: And I said that in last episode, I said, if I'd read this at a different point in time, I would have read it from a motivational place. Mm-hmm. So my, my whole breakthrough in COVID and what I've been talking about the last few episodes has been this revelation, the the separation between motivation and discipline. And it even, it's even like, I think I've been living off of just motivation for like the last like three four years and the whole podcast was about figuring out how to fire yourself up how to do all this stuff off motivation and only in covid when i i like just the winds of change completely drained me of all the things that naturally filled up my motivation centers that i realized how fragile building a life of motivation is and then only in that depth of like kind of like a, a little bit of a rock bottom, that I also realized that I have all the time in the world and I'm not even doing the core activities that I used to say I'm just too busy to do more of. You know what I mean? Mm. So as I tried to figure out that answer, and as I said in previous podcasts, I realized that you know motivation is a battery, discipline is a muscle, and that I was attacking everything from motivation, the gym, work creating starting businesses what i did in those businesses how i dressed when i got up I, it was always a conscious decision and every time i would make that decision it would it would involve some sort of mental chatter choosing to do it because of x result in the future and doing it and then you know as i said in previous episodes all these plateaus started happening in my life and i realized that the people that we talked to on the podcast, yeah, they fire us up and they have success. But what they had that I didn't have was basically they repeated certain actions that I was uncomfortable to do that, whether it yielded or not, they continued. And whether they even knew what they were doing or not, whether it was motivation or discipline causing them to do it, I need to do those actions. And so for me, with my current skill set, I realize that I need to be found, Found like my, di- my foundation needs to be in discipline. And I also realize that people can get successful through any combination of motivation, discipline, whatever. Some people just get, they're walking down the street and they're so hot that a modeling agent just discovers them and gives <laughs> them success. People can get successful every different way. But for me, with what I like to do, I hit these plateaus mm-hmm. where I, if I don't, focus on the just the process and discipline they won't they won't get done off motivation I run out then you gave me this book to read and I read it from that place and I was like holy fuck this makes total sense <laughs> <laughs> and it, it didn't fire me up actually it didn't motivate me because I was like I was like yeah I was like you know what he did is he just said it's discipline and then he didn't even tell you how to do it hmm because in a talking about angels and shit. Yeah, and he, he, you know what? And he, and he didn't even fire you up. He wasn't like, you can do it. You can this, you can that. He was like, you do it every day or you don't. Mm-hmm. The, you, you know what I mean? You either, you the either fire up it.
1: thing was more talking about like, it's inescapable. You got to do it if it's like your true calling, that sort of thing. Yep. And it's a grind. But, but then he said, then he gives little nuggets like, you like, You'll feel like shit if you don't. <laughs> kind of well, like, well that, that's
0: like, it. He's like, he's like, you cannot do it, but you'll feel like shit. Yeah, and it'll manifest whether you drink more, whether you have, have more sex, whether you do drugs. there be an,
1: an unsatisfaction or like a the, dissatisfaction with life.
0: There'll be a dissatisfaction that you tr- that you you know seek other stuff with, and um, it just it was clicking. It was clicking, and we had a we had a bit of a chat about it because it got to the point where you know, Robbie, my relationship is strained. It's strained because I, I basically, we're all different, right? We're all different people. I basically, you know, had this, we started this podcast with the idea of figuring it out and we had motivation to start it. And we, we had like general concepts that were right, like accountability. Okay. If we commit to this and we do it every week over time, it'll build, I, I thought it would build some sort of accountability. But if the foundation is built on motivation, then that accountability, it never really works that discipline muscle. So it's like, we we had a whole long chat about it today, but essentially what was happening the, the same way, you know, about how I work out at the gym and how I do anything is if you go for motivation, what essentially happens is there's a point where you want to do something, right? Oh, I'd love to be, I'd love to, if, if this podcast got dope, it'd be amazing, but it's also just cool to do. And it'd be fun to talk to our friends. Like you're, Oh, this is great. And, and then you're like, yeah, we'll commit to it. And then eventually it'll just like, we'll get discipline. And then you go at it for motivation and then you motivate yourself to do the first one and the second one. And you're having fun. And the third one, and you know, what? even maybe a year goes by, there's some hard times, but you're motivated to like, when you don't want to do it, you're motivated to like, you know what? No, we'll push through. We'll push through. And then after a year, you know what? The results are you have a few hundred listeners and people tell you they really like it. And you go, you know what? You know what that means, dude? We're, we're feeling our motivate. We're getting some feedback. People like this. You know, let's, uh, let's go into year two. Let's do it. Motivate. Yeah. Sick. Year two. In fact, let's do it every week. Let's film. You know, like let's, let's do all that. And, uh, this is still going off motivation year 2 we start doing it every week it's harder it's harder you know and we do it every week for a year no progress we have the same listenership and you're like whoa we just worked harder and we didn't get any we didn't get that motivational it didn't refill our batteries you know what i mean it just was more challenging and um sure like we're we're sitting there and from my perspective i'm going you know what, man, like we really, we might have done more rudimentary work, like added camera, did it every week, but we didn't actually add to the product. You know, we did no product development. We didn't grind, you know, getting getting outside of our friend group, you know, getting different perspectives. We didn't do any prep before the the show's. We said we were going to cut out funny clips and post them somewhere. We didn't do any of that. And I was like, I really think that that's that's the stuff we'd need to do to grow. And uh, neither of us wanted to do it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Neither of us could, could drum up the discipline to consistently do it. We'd take stabs like everything else. You take stabs. They don't immediately yield. And you're like, fuck you do it now. And then, no, he's like, you do it. And like, it went back and forth. and just became like this thing where I clearly liked the podcast more than Rob. So I just would start doing more than him consistently. You know what I mean? I would do the editing and the clips and the, and this and that. And like, be like, Hey man, like let's, can you, you know, it just, I would just do more. Cause I like more and I just had more motivation to give. And he started to like really detest the
1: podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah cuz it was more of your project than at that point yeah. yeah.
0: and in fact similar things were happening within the band. Because I'm a perfectionist because I have certain things I like to do, you know, I'll I'll go above and beyond in certain areas and things would start to, you know, I I'd, I'd write whole songs and just like I don't know and then it, it just would cre- these imbalances would would create pots of contention because he's like part appeasing me and like my vision and my vision is based in motivation. So it's it's hitting plateaus. And I'm looking for him to do those. To If I'm going to be doing so much of the, the, the things that motivate me, I'm looking for him to do all these other things that I'm not motivated to do to balance the workflow. But he's going off motivation too. And he's not motivated to do any of that. So it creates this like, it just created this like, basically exactly what you've seen from us. Mm-hmm we are we were essentially two people fighting to output what one well balanced <laughs> disciplined process oriented person would would create you know what i mean and uh the, the,
1: the. am i doing a good job of
0: explaining the motivation versus discipline picture
1: like yeah that, that that's the part that's funny cuz i i didn't that didn't click for me like, when I was talking to you, I was like, we're on the same page. You kept talking about this motivation versus discipline thing. And it now it's like, yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. Because it, it is it is because they do sound very similar. That You're thinking like, oh, I like, like people always say like, oh, I, just want, I just want to get more motivated and all this kind of stuff. When you really break it down, it is like, exactly what like you said. It's motivation is a battery. It kind of like gets charged up based on situations in your life. Maybe it is like the uh, output or people around you or just like it's more like emotional kind of in a way but then the discipline is just mostly you're just like it just does it no matter what you just kind of push forward regardless of how you're feeling and you just kind of plow ahead and that's what all the book's all about is like you have this whole like this you feel like the world's against you like you really don't want to do something but you know it's the right thing to do and you kind of like one foot in front of the other trudge along kind of thing and then what's nice is if you actually you can't depend on the results it depends on all these things but the motivation does come and go it does it It will come and go it's not like you're trudging the whole time sometimes you will and all of a sudden, does a downhill, and you kind of like, oh, this is actually a little easier. I'm just feeling I'm feeling good right now, and then, but then it will go down at some point. You need to keep, to keep like, with the discipline going forward. I
0: thought they were, I thought they were the same word. Yeah. For my entire journey, like I was searching for, and and what's funny is I told you guys about this is, I'm having such a, because even as I sit here, I, I don't think I'm a disciplined person yet, right? I still think I, I'm using motivation to dig, <laughs> to dig myself out of this hole. And I've only been applying discipline at the most minor level um, because my, my discipline muscle is so weak right now from how I've been living in COVID. I've been only uh, making a routine of creating every day uh, in the music studio. The The basics. And then I I just recently tacked on the basics of uh, a routine of going to bed and getting (laughs) up and uh, planning my, like like literally basic routines. Yeah. Because my discipline muscle is so weak. And I did this yesterday, Kev, is I wrote a 4,300 word expression trying to help me boil down all my feelings uh, about discipline into a, A clearly digestible thing thinking maybe I could regurgitate it on the pod or or read it to you guys or help myself understand it more but it I I still uh I ran into the same kind of block which is you know I I'm understanding the difference between motivation and discipline I understand that you know routines and doing what you say and and all this stuff is is the core and what really separates the two is motivation is basically anything you do with conscious thought right before you do it. And discipline is anything you do without giving those voices, you know, a chance to convince you otherwise or whatever. And and usually in order to invoke discipline, you need to have some sort of pre plan. You know, whether it's um you've planned your day, the morning of or the night before, or you've planned your routine where for an entire month, you know, you say you're getting up at a certain time, working out at a certain time and doing whatever at a certain time. Then in order to invoke that discipline muscle the the next day you get up at that time and you don't even think Mm -hmm. the second you start thinking you're already in the motivation sphere. You're drawing on that battery. And, um, so I, I started to figure that out and I wrote this whole document out, but then I hit the wall of, okay, now that I think I understand how to apply discipline, what do I apply it to? I have the Mm. podcast. I have a partner that, you know, if whether he understands discipline or not is not my concern, it, I, I can't I can't make him see what I I've seen through my life experiences in my understanding. And if he if he says he doesn't want to do the podcast and he doesn't see it my way, I have to, um, I have to completely separate my decision making from that, and choose how do I do I how do I apply discipline? Do I cut the podcast? Do I do something else? Do, do I apply it to music and what are the core principles in music? And if exposure is one of the core principles to becoming a successful artist, you know, if it's creation and exposure, is the podcast a part of exposure? Should I should I be making YouTube videos? Should I be doing covers? Like I couldn't, and now I started to get lost in the sauce of like, how do I choose what to apply discipline to? Mm. And that's, that's where you kind of came in and was, and was, uh, was helping me out a little bit because I started to overthink again, and I think the key to discipline is not thinking too much. <laughs> um, what wh- what was your initial advice on the pod when I said what do I do if Rob doesn't want to do it or like like how do I continue? Do I shut it down? Like, wh- wh- where were you at there? You gave you yeah. some good
1: advice because I remember talking about it. Now I just was sort of curious about the actual. Why you guys started the pod in the first place? Because from like my perspective, it was you guys, or from what I remember, you guys saying it was you guys kind of stuck, like you had a lot of uh, a lot of things going on. You weren't sure where, where which direction to go in, and that was essentially where the too many jams came from. It was like you have too many too many interests, so you started uh, interviewing people just to just figure out how they figured their stuff out and became successful. um So, and then the whole thing was me piecing together a general idea of how to like get through the stuff and kind of like i don't create your own like get gives you on our life kind of thing so then uh and also i knew that you guys are the whole point was uh famous was the more um important uh project of the two and this was supposed to kind of like create exposure and like i don't know, get, get you uh networking for famous so then i was more curious like okay well what is actually like the like can you somehow like bring these two together or like align them so that you're not working on two separate things so you're spreading yourself thinner i was thinking like how can you Incorporate more famous into the pod, um, if it's possible, kind of thing. You're
0: basically saying, like, I think it's time to rework the pod. Yeah, and uh, that was interesting because, uh, like, my initial guttural reaction when you know Rob and I were talking is he's not. Robbie doesn't know. He doesn't know for sure if he if he's in or out. We're going through that th- that decision making now, mm-hmm. and in my decision, like, it, well, the way I was thinking about it was like. You know what? There was a point in time when I started all these businesses, whatever whatever they were, um, that I thought they were a great idea and I wanted them to succeed. And the plateaus I hit in these businesses were not because they aren't great ideas. They're just because the the certain specific actions, um, process-oriented things weren't done. And so my initial gutter reaction is, you know what? I understand these things. Whether he does or doesn't, I can't focus. I can't try to convince him. Because if it comes from me, I'm just going to be dragging him along. And I don't want that. It's got to come from him. He's got to, you know what I mean? Like he's got to either want to be a part of it or not from whatever angle he wants to do. So I said, in my mind, my my guttural reaction was to just do it alone or find another host or find a, find a, a process that would continue it. But then I started to like think like, oh, well. If I'm just doing the same thing but alone, you know, is it still for the band? Is it still for Famo's? Is it still? And I started to overthink and and be like, oh, like fuck, is this like why? Why am I doing this? And now am I spreading myself thin? If I if I'm not doing it with him, is how is it how is it benefiting Famo's? And you're like, dude, just rework it. Like you're do you're you're on a different plane now. You're no longer figuring. You know, you're like mm. you're like you. Like you kind of figured out what to do. This it's no longer about figuring it out. It's like just rework it, do something new. It's not that's not the biggest deal. So I was like, fuck, all right, all right. Um, then we had this whole chat today, and I was talking with Rob, and you know he's saying the same stuff. I don't know. I kind of want to just take some time off and see if I like it or not. And I'm saying, you know, deep down inside me, it feels like a good idea. And then we realized that it was it's always been more my cup of tea, you know what i mean like i'm a i'm a natural a uh, talker entertainer you know this this really fits my skill set, and Robbie was always pushing his boundaries mm-hmm. like he is not a natural, just like sit in there, and then when it came to editing it, I'm a natural like i i do i do stuff like that, like I edit videos, I edit things like i I work in the the sound editing software all the time for music creation. I'm already decent at it. It's so you know what it took a lot more motivation for Rob than it did for me to be a part of this podcast. So and because we're both not disciplined people, he petered out way quicker, way harder, and it felt like I was dragging him along, and he was only doing it for me. And I was able to persist longer and be the one doing more. And whether or not he it is a good thing for him to be a part of. Whether or not the band's a good thing for him to be a part of or this house is a good thing for him to be a part of, it's it's now, I realize now, it's no longer my concern to drag him in. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like only in my domain to be a disciplined person, doing the right things that need to be done for the things I care about. And for Robbie, all he's got to do is the same thing but for his world. And me as his partner, I, all I need from him is two very specific things. And I realized that I don't need him to see the world the way I see it. I don't need him to want to do the work I want to do. I don't need I don't need him to be anything like me. I don't need him to write incredible songs or make a YouTube series that blows us out of the like I actually don't need any of that. Because I'm not asking any of that for myself I just need him To Do what he says When he says he's going to do it Like just the basics And Sacrifice To a similar degree to this project that I sacrifice And that doesn't mean in terms of raw hours That doesn't mean in terms of Output Because it's if you follow the discipline model Output is r- irrelevant It's input do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. sorry did you want to interject there
1: you know i was just gonna say it's interesting because as you were talking to like or just like being more like understanding where you how you guys create and like what how you plateau or how you like problems you run into and run into kind of thing and i think i'm not sure if i'm alone in this but uh like the vision you have most people have i think of musicians and artist types and these kind of like people is not that like they're disciplined people ever it's always more like they're inspired they're kind of like they're just like they have to create and like i don't know i'm just thinking of like someone like i always think of like mac demarco like he's like Mm -hmm. he's just like this hipster he's just this guy who like loves making music and he kind of just fucks around in parties and drinks and like maybe there is more about going in the background he really doesn't want to make music but he just like is really disciplined and like no he could really want it yeah but i think i think from uh, a third i think if you're lucky enough that you're just kind of in line everything's in line you're kind of set up like oh well this is all really working out well and it's just kind of like you know what i mean like that that's great but i think for most people you're gonna plateau with motivation and kind of like not get the results you want and then have to somehow find a way to push through that which is more of a disciplined approach i,
0: I, think. I wrote about that in the in my little 4300 page
1: yeah, in, your, in your manifesto in my
0: <laughs> manifesto literally i might i might publish not publish it i might post it sorry um i'll send it to you because i do want to refine it a little bit yeah because i'm not a uh, I, i'm not i mean i I'm not really the the greatest of a writer. That's why I was nice to read The War of Art and have someone who's a decent writer talk about how I feel. And uh, no, I wrote about this where there are people that can succeed off motivation Mm -hmm. for whatever. Like, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm saying we're not doing it. It's not working for us. Mm -hmm. And it's very fragile. Um, It also makes you... At the will and whim of fate and destiny, and and a lot of artists are motivation motivated people, and a lot of people that look disciplined, it it all looks the same. People would have called me disciplined mm-hmm. a year ago. They were, oh, "Travis is a disciplined guy; he gets shit done." Where I actually think I wasn't. I'm I'm a highly motivated person. Um, so Mac DeMarco and certain people have proclivities where, you know, I have trouble wanting to create all the time. Because I reach, as I said in previous podcasts, certain learning curves in the music editing software where it makes it such a pain that I can't translate my visions into song that mm. I get frustrated and I and I
1: It has to be shitty for a bit before you figure it out, kinda. Of. Right.
0: It has to be shitty before you figure it out. Same with writers, they have to write shit they write shit books yeah. until it starts to click. And I didn't want to go through that. There are certain people that actually just love the process of making. Whether they are naturally disciplined and they already under they're already process oriented people, or they're they're motivated to do that and they get immediate feedback just from hearing things that they've created, whatever the case is, whatever their combination is, there are people that don't even understand that their natural proclivities just line up perfectly with success, yeah, those people are rampant. In fact, I think by the numbers, the majority of successful people don't even understand the mechanisms. Going on inside them They just have it
1: Like I'm thinking of him just to go to YouTube Like MrBeast This big YouTuber He's kind of famous For just giving away A lot of money And like getting people Like doing a kind yeah. of Game show type of shit Like I think most people Know about him But he, uh, um, I remember hearing he, Him being interviewed Or someone who worked with him Talking about it And he Just had this vision He wanted to be the, A top YouTuber And this is back In the day before Even like YouTube Was that popular But he started With just a webcam And he just had this vision Like I'm going to be A top YouTuber And then along the way like because he was talking to this one guy he w- worked with was like oh i just get sort of caught up like the editing is like i don't know i find it very hard sometimes and mr beast was like well just hire someone to do that for you then just do something else and just like he was just so uh like just plowing ahead yeah which would go against what we're talking about because that's like you're not being disciplined if you can't push through that but he's more like so motivated and so hyper like he's just, like i'm just gonna hire someone to do this and keep going he's just like kind of maybe he is getting to a point where he goes over the the hump and is just like Fully going off momentum and motivation because he now he's doing all the shit he wants to do with his friends and all this stuff. He never has to really do shit he doesn't want to do because he has enough money and like stuff to just hire people to do that stuff. Yeah, it, it, so that'd be an example. Maybe someone who strictly based on motivation and like
0: whatever whatever their combination is. I don't think he ever sat down one day and changed how he did work. I mm-hmm. think that that's how he approached. That's how he approaches things. You know what I mean? Like. And and whereas, there are some people that make complete changes,
1: like trying to hack the matrix. Essentially, like you're- they
0: like they you can fundamentally change the way you do things. Mm-hmm. Your your subconscious is is just a is is just like also a, a store or a battery of all the things you've heard about yourself, all the experiences you've had, all your self beliefs are just things that have just been kind of stored because of repetition mm-hmm. people can change themselves through routine through self-talk um and i think the majority of the world that is the challenge mm-hmm. not figuring out how to be successful Every, everyone knows how to be successful the challenge is when you have to change yourself to line up with you know the, the things that required to be successful and there are tons of people that as i said their natural proclivities could be they could be process oriented people. They could be people that are motivated by discipline. Mm-hmm. so when they they, they get they, they like they're like, "Oh, you know what? I want to be the biggest YouTuber," which at the start will sound exactly the same as me being like, "I want to be a rock star." Mm-hmm. Then my next step is to overthink every fucking decision along the way, what's the right decision, and then motivate myself to make those moves and then try to do it perfectly. And all they did was like, okay, I guess I'll just put up a webcam and start. Mm-hmm. And their natural proclivity was to just keep going, keep going. And then um, they didn't think like, oh, so I, I, what I think is, yeah, you can hire people to do stuff for you, but you got to do it first. Mm-hmm. So they edited it at first and they did it for a while. And then they go, I really don't like this. And it's really making, you know, the, the discipline is like, I don't think I'm good at it. But they only know that from doing it yeah through discipline so they go fuck i gotta pay somewhere else it's not gonna work whereas i don't even do it first and go i gotta pay someone and then i that person's hard to find and i don't even do the work finding them and also those people out there see me and they go i don't want to work with a guy who, who doesn't even do it already for himself like it's like it, it creates all the you ch- it, it, it it's 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 a completely different scenario and i think most people that get successful what, whatever it is, a mixture of motivation or discipline, it could also be all motivation. They, they could just be like in a good environment where people motivate them. Say like their roommates are just like, whoa, like just absolute doers. Maybe their parents are entrepreneurs and they're just like, they, they're getting, like their parents are maybe are successful uh, artists mm-hmm. and they're like getting all this motivation like from their environment and connections are coming easy and they have natural talent and they can find positive motivation loops to reach certain heights of success. They fall. What happens to those people is at some point there'll be an area of their life where whether the things that provide motivation change, maybe their parents lose their success or their money or something happens in their environment where it just doesn't go their way they're gonna fall flat on their face mm-hmm.
1: well it's like you're saying like you, you were moderate like you're being successful like uh quote like you're doing a lot of work like, relative to
0: the average person i i, I was doing a lot yeah. yeah
1: and but like didn't you didn't realize it was strictly based on motivation and like you said like your battery was kind of charged by i think a lot of us do with social kind of stuff like you're with your friends you're playing music, you're working out because you're playing, playing shows, it. excited for stuff. And then all that like, goes away because of COVID. And then you're like, I don't have any, my nothing battery's char- gone. Nothing yeah, like, was charging my battery. Yeah. I, I
0: couldn't I couldn't find the outlet, dude. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think it's like a lot of people will be like that. Like they're very successful they're doing a lot of stuff. And then all of a sudden like something changes and they're back at square one. Because they're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know how to do this kind of thing.
0: It puts you at the mercy of the world. Mm-hmm. And I've always talked about wanting to be inevitable. And the people that are inevitable are the process oriented people because their world could go to shit around them and they keep moving forward because they're not relying on motivation for the core, the core activities. Making, you know, for for Mr. Beast, it was just making content and just putting it out. Mm. Just repeat, get better slowly even if you're the worst content creator in the world if you continue to do it with repetition over a period of time you will be better off than the most talented natural content creator that goes off motivation and can't can't just continue to put out content mm-hmm. so with everything in that realm i think like like you said like i got i have natural abilities i have natural connections i come from you know, good schooling, good this, good that, I was able to get pretty far off motivation, especially in the areas where, you know, like if if something is easy or it's comfortable, you don't need a lot of motivation to do it. For working out, man, like I found a, I find positive motivation loops all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm able to see results very quickly with working out because of my natural body type. So I get positive feedback loops very quickly. And I can work out for two or three months and get yeah. get relatively muscular. And I'm like, whoa, cool. And then I get to a plateau where I look in the mirror and I look good. Girls tell me I look good. Guys tell me I look good. I'm like, I look good. I'm not near my goal. I I, I set a goal of, of uh, hitting a certain weight and looking like a certain person uh, that I wanted to look like, not for anybody else, but for myself. But yet, somehow I find myself... Getting to this point where people are, you know, saying you look good and I'm going, okay, to get to that final 10%, I'm going to have to work a lot harder. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to eat more and do a specific routine that targets singular muscle groups um, uh, with a a repetition that my motivation centers could no longer sustain. Mm Mm-hmm. They're like, they're like, dude, you look good. Why are you gonna, why are you gonna go and force yourself <laughs> to eat more? You already eat a fuckload. You look good, What, what? Why are you gonna spend, why are you gonna spend more time? You have, you have no time to give. You start to rationalize, and and then for five, uh, for seven years, I don't even know how long I've been working out. I hit the same fucking plateau, 180 pounds, looking good, lifting relatively heavy, got abs. You look good in Instagrams. Girls like you. Nobody tells you you're skinny and my entire motivation center cannot sustain the work required to get to where I actually truly deeply want to get to, which is, um, someone with like, I would look good. I would be inflexible and have major, major weaknesses in, in core areas of my body. My weight never reached the weight that I wanted to, um, I basically wanted to see how far i could get my body uh, as a young athletic male i wanted to see if i could you know grow my legs to uh to like that like hockey player build that like i just i i set a personal goal for my own reasons mm. for no one else and i couldn't hit that because i just i was going off motivation and you know i was going off results and you don't see a lot of results in the last 10% it takes it takes a year to do what i did in the first 2 months you know what I mean? And if I just continued and I and I lifted heavier and I ate a bit more, I would get there eventually, but not off motivation. You know what I mean? And it's a microcosm for work. It's a microcosm for life. I'm just not the natural bodybuilder who is like addicted <laughs> to just the discipline of lifting. And those are the people that they're the Mike Tysons of the world, the Tiger Woods. They're motivated to be disciplined, and discipline gives them motivation, and they're so obsessed with the process that with the right guidance and the right natural talents, they become the best in the world. You know what I mean? Like LeBron James, yeah, he's talented, but everyone's like, oh, but he works super hard, but he's also talented. Don't forget Mm. that, and he had good guidance. You know, Mike Tyson had an excellent coach. Tiger Woods had excellent guidance. These people were inevitables. They would have made it with just talent and their discipline. They would have made it just with guidance and their discipline. But they made it to the be the best in the world because they had all three. They would have been professionals or very, very exceptional people just with discipline and, and their motivation at the core and even one or neither of the other two. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if you have discipline at your core, he might not have been Tiger Woods, but he would have been without guidance and talent. Probably a golf pro making, you know, a hundred thousand dollars a year at a great club. He would have had a good life. Mm-hmm. He would have been better off than me just putting around on the golf course, uh, doing something he loves. So at the end of the day, I think I've reached this point where this podcast, like you said, you you've got you, we got to rework it. I got to find a way to make it fit because I want it still. I want the result. I got to make a way for it to fit into the natural. Core disciplinary areas Of success For John Famous, You know for the music Because it, it. you said something this morning You're like if it's in the right direction You know it's not a bad choice mm-hmm. And I said well also I don't want to start any new things mm-hmm. I, That was my go to default Before start start a new thing I don't want to start another new thing Until I figure out how to do the things I've already started With discipline at the core So as much as I'd love to just give up on the pod, give up on, you know, the real estate media business, give up on uh, even my core, uh, my, my wrists and rye, that jewelry mail business. I never apply discipline to any of those things. I would love to finish them with dignity and discipline. And then, <laughs> and then you know, for, for wrists and rye, it might be like, you know what? This business does not align with my goals you know i'm gonna i'm gonna point it in the direction that does which is with discipline i if i want to find somebody to run it i have to with discipline find that person Mm -hmm. with repetition reach out i have to you know i I have to find them and i have to find a way to prove to them that this business exists whether that's or that that this that this distance can the business can be a good opportunity whether that's a sales package whether that's historical content that we've done whether that's anything i have to figure that out with discipline and, and then you know what'll probably happen is i'll sell it or i'll find someone that you know that wants to run it and i'll i'll do just the the core things the podcast west house if if i find that west house can pay my bills and it aligns with the flexible lifestyle um to pay my bills and also have Enough flexibility and lifestyle to be a rock star. Why don't I do West House with discipline? Mm. the 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 stuff I'm doing already based on motivation won't go away. Why don't I start sell, doing sales with repetition, with discipline, with routine? I do sales certain time period with routine, and start selling. And guess what? I'll probably, without discipline, I'm selling a few grand of West House stuff. Imagine what I could do with discipline. I could probably pay the bills, and then have a all the flexibility. So it's like, I don't want to start another thing. Even if West House is a bad idea, even if <laughs> wrist yeah. and rye is a bad idea to to continue, I don't want to start another thing. I want to do the disciplinary actions first and then learn. Then, okay, dude, I'm now in the weeds. No one wants to buy wrist and rye. And, you know, <laughs> I, I will now sell off its assets. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, with dignity, you know, West House is becoming a nightmare. I'm working way too hard to generate the money I need. Um, you know, again, finish it with dignity, or hey, it's paying the bills. It's a, it's a flexible lifestyle. Let's do more of this. Let's hire some people on. Maybe you know now that I'm actually seeing success, maybe somebody who actually wants to work for me that can take over like the Mr. Beast editing mm-hmm. but it'll be the sales role for West House because I'm already doing it already so I can show someone who's not as you know that's just the editor to Mr. Beast I can show the salesperson yeah they plug in so um and I'm gonna apply that to the podcast I'm gonna apply that to music and I'm gonna make sure my core is entirely built on discipline and I don't worry about anybody else. Whether Robbie gets that, whether you get that, I hope to God you guys find, you know, you find your ways. You'll be, we'll be in a fun environment of productivity. And, but I, I, I said to Rob, I was like, whether you figure that or not, or or wh- whatever happens, whatever our working relationship is, I don't care. As long as you meet my basic needs, you know, you, you do what you say you're going to do when you, When you tell me you're going to do something and you're there for me. You know, if I'm doing a bunch of shit and I go, Rob, I need help on this, or, you know, we're talking about something that needs to get done and you say you want to do something, you then go and do that. And regardless of the results, I don't care about the results. You just do that thing. You know what I mean? Like that's it. Mm -hmm. And you have the energy and the sacrifice where, you know, if it's a million times harder for you to do the podcast than it is for me, and requires a lot more discipline, if you want to be a part of the podcast, and it's just maybe showing up on the day, you know, because that's hard enough for you, and you don't really, you know, it's going to take discipline or routine, or whatever, whatever you want to commit, I'll take it. It's not, I just have no, I feel so like free and clear of like, just being attached to him at the hip, and I think he feels a lot better too, you know, just he's he's his own person to succeed or fail within our relationship and like that's what we're hitting this house with just like professionalism and professionalism is doing your own shit discipline is doing your own shit however he wants to do it however you want to do it uh, it's, it's out of my hands mm-hmm. you know what I mean like you're 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 free to succeed or for fail. succeed or fail And all I will do is my best to help when you ask for help, and I will provide the same thing in return that I I ask of my partner, which is accountability and enthusiasm, and results I can't promise, and nothing else I can promise. And uh, I think it's a real healthy way to work, and I think it's a more natural way to figure out roles in, in a working relationship. It may end up the exact same thing, but we may be happier about it and it may look completely different, and we may be less happy with that and realize <laughs> that maybe we can't work together. Either way, you know what I mean? Either way, it's exciting. And the end of Too Many Jams, the end of Too Many Jams, I think, as you know it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's going to change. I think with discipline, I want to I wanna improve it. I want to make a studio. I want to professionalize it. And uh, I want to find a way, like you said, to... Reinvent the core of it so that i'm not just keeping it alive like I kept Riss and rye alive Like I keep *West House* alive like I keep my acting career alive I want to pump life into it from like a core level before I start anything new and The very heart and soul of my discipline will be music creating every day And making sure that all my other activities In the core of what I need to succeed making money and getting exposure i apply the same disciplinary principles to before i assess whether or not i need to change them modify them do something else you know um but this is it. this is why like the podcast is good for me cuz I, t- I i look i just went on a fucking I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, stream of consciousness man
0: it doesn't matter if like it, help is help you're collaborating you're helping me do this but at the end of the day if I don't do, like, if I don't do the bare work and the setting it up and all the disciplinary work for this, no one else would do it for me. And uh, I think I got to take that approach to everything. And dude, I'm psyched about this house. I'm mm-hmm. psyched about this new revelation. I feel better. I feel so much better than I did in COVID before COVID. Thinking back, I feel like I feel like I've been punched in the head again. Like my my last major revelation was when I had health issues. I've had like several revelations. The first was when I got to university and I did my first entrepreneurial business. The second was, I think when I got hit in the head and I, I, I totally re, like I totally looked at life from like the position of, "What do I want to do?" or oh, no. I think the second one was when I got paid. For a youtube video <laughs> and i was oh, like the motorcycle one, dude yeah. I, I threw up a youtube video and i made like a couple thousand bucks after th- three years it just went viral out of the blue and had a revelation i was like you can make money anywhere <laughs> and this is you know it obviously came in succession from the entrepreneurial revelation because i i started a few entrepreneurial ventures since that and then youtube happened i was like you can make money anywhere and then that was while my concussion was bringing me down and i was working a shitty job And I just felt so bad and my concussion was just like fucking my life up that I quit. I just quit I got I I I finished my aviation career. I got my commercial pilot's license. I quit my job And I was like, what do I want to do? You know, my life hurts right now. My head hurts all the time What do I want to fucking do? and I was like That's when I started my motivation journey and that's everything happened since then Has been a major learning experience. And this final revelation was COVID. Mm. Motivation is a a big part of it, but it is definitely not the core. And I'm now like, I'm realizing discipline is your foundation. That's it. Like, I I feel so good. I'm fired up. (laughs) So, yeah, dude. I don't know, I don't know what more to talk about Like I want to I want to just kind of enjoy The last part of this podcast Like I don't know what Let's see what timing we're at here Yeah, we're reaching the end I want to enjoy it And I want to talk about uh, Talk about this new place Like what's
1: I was going to say first though It's funny like I I just picture you as like this Especially like The if, if no one's watching video right now Trav's wearing these goggles
0: Oh, and I got a dirty mustache too.
1: And it's just like you're like this uh, disciplinary, uh, what's it called, Uh, Unabomber character. Like you made a manifesto about discipline. I did make a manifesto. I'm a a weird dude. man like I I say it all the time. (laughs) Just going ham on discipline. It's like a secret to life. Well, because discipline,
0: discipline to everyone sounds like a shit time. I know. They're like, why would I want a life of discipline? What an idiot. And then try living without discipline for six, seven, eight months, like I did. You are a disgusting person.
1: <laughs> it is. It well, it's is. Funny because I already we talked. I was feeling there was times that, like through COVID, like oh, through the summer, it was essentially a summer vacation. It was like being back in university or, or high school, even because you have no job. But um, like we had a good time. But it was like I I don't know. At a certain point, I was feeling like uh just I'm just kind of disgusting. I'm not really doing like i do not. No, have no direction dude, i was right having now. a blast don't get me wrong that's what i mean like you were i didn't see that same negative thing from you so i'm like i don't know i i guess same same thing about motivation like, i sometimes rely on you for like being that kind of motivator kind of like you're like let's do this uh, accountability and i'm like well i think i lost Trav. so i'm not sure what to do now <laughs> <laughs> yeah trav has gone that's that? dude, that's exactly <laughs> it like if if
0: you're relying on like, so that's the thing you, you, Kristen, when we used to live with Kristen and Robbie, you know, all sitting there like, oh, you know, Trav, Trav's got all this, uh, motive, extra motivation. Like I'm going to tap into that. Yeah. That accountability. I'm going to tap into that. What happens when I fall off? Yeah. Your motivation becomes fragile. Like it's, it's for everybody. It looks different, but it's the same concept and you'll notice patterns in your life, man. Uh, that is jokes. Yeah. While I was fucking off, I was still looking at life. For the first three, four, five months, through the lens of motivation, which is, I want to fuck off. I've worked. I've had a hard five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've consistently like through my health is- injuries and and I've, I've worked out. I've worked hard. I thought I was grinding. You know, I in my mind, I was like, you're a grinder, man. Like you deserve this time off when everyone else was. You know, doing X before, you were doing Y. You put in long shifts. And although my life, I think to a lot of people, including my family, looked fun. In my mind, it it was fun only because I'm having fun doing what I'm doing. But I was working a fuckload. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, in my mind, I was like, I work later than everybody I know. I do more than everybody I know. They just do a shittier job or they do a job that they like less than me. Mm-hmm. So I... I, I I would never complain to them and I would never like be like, no, I work hard. You don't see it. I would soak it because I understand I've worked the same jobs as them and I understand my privilege to, to do what I do. But I thought I was grinding and then COVID hit and I'm like, you know what? Everyone's using COVID as an excuse to do all the things that they don't want to do, but I'm a- or all the things that they've always wanted to do. But I was always doing what I wanted to do. So this is my excuse to do everything that I didn't allow myself to do. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Eat like shit, not work out, play video games all day, watch (laughs) YouTube all day. I'm like, I've been denying myself these things for years, and that's the result of motivation. Like, I basically have been storing this, like... (laughs) I don't know, dude. So yeah. I fucked off and I loved it, and I was loving. I was drinking every day. <laughs> oh my god, man! I like it just
1: it was great. Vodka but, tap waters.
0: <laughs> yeah, vodka, vodka tap waters. And then I I hit a point where I looked around and I hated myself.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck happened? And, and I
0: hated Robbie. And I was like, I was like, fuck you too for not <laughs> like <laughs> I just let this happen. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like when I fuck off, I was like. I was like, why are you able to fuck off? Like, I was like, it just, you see anything you dislike in other people are are mostly things you don't like about yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's really just like me trying to help Robbie these last few years to like become a more X or Y person is really just me trying to do that myself and failing and then looking to Rob to be like this, like, oh, at least I'll help him get to the level I'm at now so that we'll, you know, instead of me improving... I was like, I'm already at this level. I'll improve, Rob. To me, and then we'll both be at like this this good level, which will output more. But in reality, I just needed to keep getting better. Mm-hmm. And Rob, Rob, you know, if if whether he did or didn't is his domain. I'll just le you know, uh, because he probably has an entirely different skill set that me with my way of thinking isn't even accessing, you know, uh, like because I'm so involved in like the day to day, what should we do? I'm like, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll do this. And he's not really, you know, like it's, I I just think this will be better for him. It'll be better for me. His natural talents will shine through his, uh, you know, his, his failures will feel more of his own. Cause I feel my, everything that I fail at, I feel are my own failures. Yeah. I think he feels, he feels it differently because of how much, I'm dictating things, you know yeah. what I mean? And he wants Famos to be 50-50. He wants to feel more in charge of the results. And and I said, listen, it's yours to take. I won't give it to you. I have these basic, basic requirements. Do whatever you want. Let's do it in this house. Let's have a studio. Let's have the right environment. I've, I've set basic requirements for our partnership, and I'm just going to do me, and let's collaborate. You know, if it comes to the podcast or if it comes to music, and I'm working on a song, and I, I say, hey, help me with it, collaborate with me, collaborate. If you're working on a t-shirt line for the band because you got this vision that that you want to see out, and you say, Trav, I need your help on this, collaborate. But I am not going to rely on him to do the work I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, it's it's just gonna be cool, man. This house is gonna be dope. Yeah, we got a home gym coming, We've got a home studio coming. We just bought a table today that looks dope. We have furniture lined up. That we're gonna furnish it like adults.
1: Oh yeah, we we're gonna just be. We have a kitchen island. We
0: it it, <laughs> dude. It's the only thing that I will say is this company. Even though we've signed the lease and we've given our deposit, has not signed the lease back to
1: us. <laughs> we may have gotten hosed. But we may <laughs> have
0: gotten hosed. We like there is a there is a. Don't get me wrong. I'd say there's a five to ten percent chance that that they like it's really tiny, but. I just don't know why they haven't signed the lease yet. Yeah. It could just be administrative, but there's a chance we don't get this place. Um, Which is
1: fine because it's like the most professional like looking, it's like a townhome complex and everything's so professionally done. Even like before we can get in there, they have to repaint all the walls, make sure it's all brand new they for do, us. Yeah, they I, do I, all that kind of stuff. That's why I
0: think it's fine. I think like when I dropped off the deposit check, like, I was like, listen, the manager that normally handles this was on vacation. Now they're really busy. Like, they were busy. Yeah. Like, as much as it was professional, they did eventually get back. Every time I called, they're like, yo, we're fucking, we got so much on the go.
1: And they're like, can I just g- give me a couple days? So I think they are busy. Um, we have enough of a paper trail that if it actually does backfire, we'll just have to like, sue them or something. Uh, yeah, like, like I'm not, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not
0: really worried. I think we will get this place. That's why I am saying, like, like normally I'm afraid to, like, tell people dope shit's coming if it's not guaranteed. Um... But, you know, even if it didn't come through, man, with the, I'm so much happier with what this house forced us
1: to Yeah. is <laughs> <to, that's> true.
0: <laughs> to do. Like, my mindset is right. I'm not attached to the result, man. If, if we had just split up, like when, when we had a difference of opinion or like just let the house slide and then just gone home and just, I would have held so much resentment for Rob. Mm-hmm. I would have just been in such a different place. I, i would have probably i don't know just if like one thing changes like i honestly, i i think there was no scenario where i i didn't break up break up with him <laughs> you know what i mean i was i was just yeah I was just at that point man and um i think i would have traveled
1: yeah But are you saying that you're like i'm fuck it i'm going I'm going west or I, my cousins in,
0: <laughs> my cousin's in b c my good buddies in California My other best buddies in Barbados, Brendan, Brendan, uh, who's been on the pod. Remember him? uh, Because you know a lot of these guys. So Sean's in Barbados. My cousin, you've never met, is in BC. Brendan Metcalf's in Brazil, and like he DM'd me when he was going to Brazil. He's like, "Dude, come, I'll change your life." He's like, "Come to Brazil." He's like, "It's this is a quarantine process." I went to spend a couple months, and I was like, "You know what, man? Like I'm going through some shit with Rob. If we split up." I'm going to go to Brazil. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm going to learn Spanish. Yeah. I don't know what to do with my life. I, I need to like have some sort of exodus. And um, you know what? I still like the idea of going to Brazil.
1: I was going to say Brazil's still on the table. Or somewhere. going to Barbados or like going to BC. Yeah.
0: But I, I realized that now that if I did that, I might have just been running more.
1: It'd probably be the same thing. It's like, you get a little spurt of motivation. I get a spurt of long. motivation. I would have never learned Spanish.
0: Yeah. I, I'd, I'd be motivated to learn Spanish. I'd be motivated. Hopefully, you know, you'd be down there and you would learn some form of discipline. Maybe it would shake my consciousness enough that I realized the world I live in isn't as I see it. And maybe I'd have a revelation. You never know. Yeah. And that's why I would have done it. I, cause I know I wouldn't have learned that just sitting in my parents' basement. And, uh, so yeah, I do like the idea of going there. But I've always said this. I want to travel, not as a deferral. And I'm not saying Brendan is traveling as a deferral because the guy is traveling while he's like working from like he's he's like he's doing it alongside discipline. He's a total process guy. I really yeah. I, I, I really envy his attack uh, on, on things. And um so like, I want to travel when I have his mindset. And I don't want to travel as a deferral. I don't want to travel as like a, an escape or that's why, you know what? And I don't, again, I'm not fucking judging. I know you traveled. My sister traveled. Tons of people went to Bali in Australia and, and took a year off. I, amazing. I'm fucking jealous and I want to do it. Mm-hmm. But I want to do it. Oh, I don't, I, I just want to. Get myself right You know And I think yeah. I'm getting I think I'm there dude I actually think I'm there mm-hmm. And I don't know Man I'm just pumped for this house There's one thing I forgot to say I always do this About discipline That I I wanted to make sure I got into this episode Is the uh, Of Of w- of when to tell When you're Actually Using the discipline muscle I don't think I described that enough mm-hmm. Like you know The idea about like Waking up early Yeah And And that shit I don't think I described that well enough Because I think a lot of people listening If they're getting fired up by this I think that's great I think there's tons of place for motivation in your life Use the fuck out of it I'm using motivation right now Just be aware I think the key is awareness And uh, make sure you're not building foundations on it Um, I think they might be getting fired up But they still may not understand What I mean when I When I separate the discipline muscle from motivation Mm -hmm. Uh So if you're, this is an example. If you're a morning person, and I use this example of you, Kev. If you're a morning person and you get up early every morning because you feel good, because your body naturally wants to do it, is that discipline or motivation? Is that, and when I say motivation, I mean like technically motivation is even, you have motivation to sit on the couch. You have motivation to watch... Grey's Anatomy season after season, you are you want to do that and you're doing it just because society tells you it's unproductive doesn't dictate whether, whether or not you're motivated to do it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you get up early, say you get up at seven o'clock every day, society tells you that's good. People say that's awesome. If you're a morning person, naturally, and you feel really good getting up early, would you say that's very disciplined of them? No, no, it's not when someone goes when someone's a cigarette smoker Is it incredibly disciplined that they've they manage to find the time 20 times a day to go outside (laughs) and smoke that cigarette? No And just because those things are things that society says is counterproductive It doesn't change the differentiation between discipline and motivation If you like to do something that just naturally happens to be something society values or will get you closer to your goal and you're doing it because you want to, or you're forcing yourself to do things, even if you say you don't want to do them, and you're psyching yourself up to do it, if you're consciously making yourself do it, you're usually including some form of motivation. You know, the carrot versus the stick. Mm -hmm. You're usually saying, man, if I do this, I'll feel better. If I work out right now, I'll feel better. If I just do this, maybe I'll get a sale. If I do this, X. If you're doing any of that self-taught or that self-talk you're tapping into motivation because it's using gratification and you're using that battery you're accessing that battery and like I said if it's working for you great just understand that it's fragile understand where you get your motivation and recognize patterns and plateaus because they will happen um, but if it's working for you whatever if it's broke don't fix it I don't I don't know what the right answer but just understand the difference the difference is, this is what I think you need to do between motivation and discipline, is you need to identify, maybe using motivation even, where you want to be, what you want to do. I think that I motivation is a great tool for thinking. We're motivated to, everybody's motivated to have dreams. Everybody's motivated to have ideas. Where that, where people like wherever people's motivation stops is very different. Like some people are motivated to have dreams, but are never motivated to make plans. So technically, in order to change, they would probably need to make a routine about making plans so that discipline takes over. Do you know what I'm saying? But whatever it is, at some point in this process, you pick your dreams, you pick your goals, right? Whether if you're hopeless, you you will even need to make a routine about doing that. Um, so say say you say you say you're hopeless you're a hopeless person um to to bring it back to the example of getting up early you know i'm a night person i love going to bed late i can stay up all night i get my energy later in the day i could not sleep and work all nighter and just feel fucking fine and then sleep all all next day yeah like i'll feel weird cuz it just doesn't line up with society but that's my body if i decide to make a routine of getting up early because i'm i'm you know, I realize that motivation, I don't get the positive feedback loop for getting up that I need to consistently get up early and I need to get up early to achieve a certain goal. So I'm choosing to do it. If I make a routine of it saying Monday to Friday, I'm getting up at 7.30 because I have to. Maybe on Wednesdays, I get up at 5 a.m. because I have work that day and I need to fit in X and Y. I make that into routine. When I get up at 7.30 and that alarm goes off, if I go, ah. Oh, I don't want to wake up. Just do it, man. You made a routine. You're going to be better off. If I engage in any of that self-talk, I'm still using gratification. I'm still drawing on motivation because I'm I'm saying this will this will yield benefit. Trust me. I already made that self-talk when I made the routine. You know what I mean? Why am I repeating it? That's cuz I'm still using motivation. I made that self-talk when I said, you got to get up early. You know, you need to do this. Why am I even thinking about it then? If you get up in the morning and your voice starts chitter chattering and you let that idiot in your head chat away while you just get up, you've, you've accessed the discipline muscle. Does that make sense? Mm. You've now accessed the discipline muscle. You are a separate person from the voice in your head. The voice in your head, whether it's a good voice or a bad voice (laughs) is not you. Your body is a machine. It's mechanical. If you just force your body to sit up in the morning while, you're, while your head's chattering away, you've accessed something deeper than your conscious. You've accessed your discipline muscle. It will make you do ungodly things. Look at what Marines do. Look at what people put in insanely hard situations do. When they When they come out of it, they dig deeper than they've ever seen before. They access this part of their body that us normal people without the right experiences happening to us never access. Does that make sense? Yeah. We can touch that part of our body by just doing those actions. Essentially, anytime you do something you don't want to do with repetition or at a point in time without using your conscious thought to motivate you to do it, you're accessing that muscle. And that muscle with gradual load will get stronger. If you hit everything with that muscle right off the bat, you'll injure it. You'll fail. You'll fall on your face all the same, just like working out. But if you gradually add to it, process-oriented, key important things over time, you use motivation all the fuck you need. Just know the difference and no- and make sure that your core activities that you need to achieve, whatever you say you want to do when you dream, are based around discipline Like that's that's when motivation fails and the and the wind changes, you'll have that muscle strong and ready to say, "Oh fuck, I'm hungover. I gotta get up." You know all that all that mental thought. Don't use motivation there. You won't need it. You'll just fucking get up, and your head'll be banging, and you'll be like, you'll actually surprise yourself. Be like, what the fuck did I just do? (laughs) And you'll have all this extra motivation left over because you didn't have to self psych yourself up to get up. To do all the extra things in your life, to fucking do the dishes, use motivation for whatever the fuck you want. Is this all making sense?
1: Mm-hmm. And I wanted to put, I meant to say too that one part of the book that like was like talking about, just very briefly talking about free will, saying, I think everyone like like to assume they have like plus, as much agency and free will as they they have, but you're only as free as as you uh, as much as you are uh, in control of uh, discipline, as much as you can actually. Like move forward in the face of this kind of like resistance and like uh and uh, have that discipline muscle uh nice and strong. That's how free you actually are. So if you're basing it off of like what you want or more emotional kind of like motivation that kind of thing, you're kind of just in the wind. You're like kind of like dude you're, at the at the whimsy of whatever.
0: You you great point. Sorry, keep going. I cut you, you off again.
1: No, no. Then that there's there was uh there's that one. Then I also wanted to just also uh, I heard this good line of uh it's a classic David Goggins um where he's like the king a, of discipline. The king of discipline. <laughs> Or he's saying like uh, if you have like a goal, um, there's always either a good or the reasons to not do it is always a good excuse and a bad excuse. End of the day, they're the same fucking thing. Yeah. There's just something that in the way of your goal. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it could be a really good excuse. You got to do it.
0: But the, yeah, the, the the thing is too, is like I, I even wonder if like if David Goggins is like, I wonder if when he gets up and he does those hundred mile runs if he actually just has that natural motivation, discipline lineup where he can like self-talk himself just to discipline himself, which then psychs. So like, yeah. I I I do wonder if just accessing like, because I know they have to work hand in hand. You can't like, don't get me wrong. You can't just be disciplined with without motivation. If you just wake up at seven thirty in in the morning, like forever what does that do for you? You know what I mean? Like you do have to have some, some self-talk around it being like, what's the purpose you have to, you have Mm -hmm. to access your conscious mind. Yeah, What's the purpose of doing it? What are you doing it for? Where do you want to be? You know, how do I do this better? Like you need motivation. And I think these Goggins types, I think they are just, they have both. You know what I mean? They, they've been put in incredibly tough situations so that, their dif- discipline muscle is very strong, um, but then they also have that like self talk to like, he's like, you want to discipline yourself versus like me being like, you want to be a rock star, right? Mm-hmm. They've like they've like honed it in to be like, dude, toughen yourself, do this, and then they toughen themselves, and then they get immediate feedback into their discipline loop, and then they're just that's why they're the kings of discipline and they're so exceptional at discipline. Whereas I don't think we need to be Goggins. Mm-hmm. I think you can be just. A disciplined person that you know consciously with motivation chooses targets, chooses routines, applies their disciplined muscle to it, digs deep and accesses it, um, and grows it. Uses motivation for the rest, and you know is a very balanced, successful, process-oriented person. Like I think I can achieve a great success with it, and uh, but I think just the key is your foundation. The key is accessing that muscle, knowing the difference and using both using what you got and and like so for example like it doesn't mean that like if if there is tasks that you'll like that like working out as I said I've found positive motivation loops to working out I've gotten up early for long periods of my life because I'm motivated to do so because I have a lot of work to do and I want to get it all done it does feel good And it does feel good. There is tons of scenarios. But now I realize I was doing that from motivation. Whereas I have to realize that um, discipline is routine. Discipline is habit. Discipline is the core. And you have to stick to that no matter what. If you're doing things willy-nilly and you're getting up early only when you want to, your core is motivation. Sorry, I just peaked there. Your core is motivation. That's no good. So what I've realized is, okay, so... Say moving into this house, we're going to build a home gym, right, Kev? Yeah. I uh, say I want to work out, I I, I want to, I, I have goals, you know? I, I want to be this guy that I've, I've said I've always wanted to be but never been able to reach because I hit plateaus. Same as in music. I've always, in business, I've always hit these plateaus. I want to only focus on breaching those. So I'm going to set a routine. Because I want my core to be disciplined. I'm going to set a routine about creation. I'm going to get set a routine about sales and networking and music and my businesses. I'm going to set a routine about working out. I'm going to set routines about the core activities that I, I plateau in. And uh, that, are, that are essential for my excess success. I am probably going to have a lot of motivation. Just because I'm a motivated guy. It's going to start out where you know day one day two, day three, day four of the workout, week one, week two, week three, two months might go by and I might get up every day and do that workout and love it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will come that day (laughs) where I'm hungover. Mm -hmm. There will come that day where I'm tired. There will come that day where I reach my natural plateau, whatever the case is, where I don't want to eat anymore, where I don't want to do it and my routine and my discipline muscle will make me do it. And what's funny is that only two months in, will I get one, mm-hmm. <laughs> one or two reps in of that discipline muscle. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, That's and, always
1: we can see it. It's like two or three months is when it starts to plateau and kind of drop off.
0: Exactly. And then I'll start exercising my discipline muscle. <clears throat> so it's going to look a lot the same. The difference is going to be in that margin. It's going to be in that last ten percent. Mm-hmm. And. And or say I pick a task that is essential to my success like sales that I hate doing the first time I do mm-hmm. it. If I access that with routine, you know, at 4 p.m. I'm doing it uh, on, on, on every Monday at whatever time I'm doing sales all afternoon from 2 p.m. onwards. You know what I mean? I will hate that no matter what. Before in my life, I would have psyched myself up, you know, do some sales, do some sales Monday. Okay, cool. I will access motivation. I'll do that sales. Probably will get shit results because <laughs> I don't have any process around it. And I won't repeat. If I do it with routine, Monday, Thursday, Friday, I'm doing sales every afternoon. If, if I do that with routine and I set my routine, as 2 p.m. is approaching, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I've already chosen it the night before with motivation the week before. I've already chosen my routine. 2 p.m. hits. Ding primal motivation or primal discipline you do that thing you get a rep you get a rep in of discipline and if, if that makes you feel good now you're starting to train your motive your motivation center to like processes do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's fine with me if that fills your batteries you're you'll, you can become goggins fuck it there are they are light years ahead of where you and i am at 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 31 and, and 28 um, uh, you know what i mean like if you're listening, like this is the core concept, processes. Every champion will tell you processes made them. Every every person you admire, whether they know it or not, are doing these things. If you don't have it naturally, you have to do it consciously or or actively. I wouldn't say consciously. Um, you know what I'm saying? If, yeah. if it's just if you don't have those natural proclivities, like you gotta you gotta you gotta make these changes. And I think you and I are perfect examples, and Robbie's are perfect examples of. You know, people that that want these certain things that are unique, that don't line up perfectly with what society offers, you know, with with general routine. And in order for us to achieve them, we have to make this active effort. And in not doing so over the last few years, we have f- seen these plateaus and these these ugly sides of ourselves that only come from... Giving into resistance, as the War of Art says. And with this understanding, Kevin, when you read War of Art, when you apply it, and I also want you to read my manifesto and improve on it, (laughs) you know, and and apply your thing. um, You know, maybe we've stumbled upon how the regular person achieves greatness. Mm -hmm. Because we're just regular people. Why do I think I can be a rock star or a successful podcaster when only 1% of people... You know, do it. Get there when I'm. You know, I'm. I'm just. I'm just a regular dude. Uh, it's this, mm-hmm. mix, You know, th- this mixed with everything, dude. I it's. It it, it may not even. I might be wrong. It, it may be different for you and for for Rob. I don't know. I don't know. But at at the end of the day, I think it's right for me, and I'm not trying to preach. That it's right for everybody Like other successful people Like yo this is what I did This is what worked I'm going to tell you what I did Figure out what fucking works for you
1: yeah. You know what I mean I, I don't know in addition to like, I think the whole idea of this thing Is like Yeah you're doing this Because you have this grand goal But even If you're not uh, Attached to the results too Just this Just the sheer process of like Forcing yourself to do these things Will be beneficial And you'll be You'll be satisfied with it regardless of if you Achieve your goal it's like it's worth it even at out the, of the gate oh and yeah if it, if it actually works out then that's awesome <laughs>
0: thanks for bringing that up because that's the other point of the book you mm-hmm. may never make it <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's the flip side of of it um you're so right and uh i'm an extremely results oriented guy and i think so is robbie and so are you and that's why you know we peter out on the hard activities that don't yield results uh yeah dude the core of this is I now don't care about results anymore. And it's, it has been, and I don't care about Robbie's results. That's what I'm saying. I don't care about your results.
1: just care about if you did the work.
0: I just care about if you did the work. And you know the weight it's lifted off me? I've done more, more wor- more of that creative core work for music. Just with that weight lifted that, you know what? This is the best I can do. I just got to do it. And I sit in it every day. And I'll often, like the writer said, I'll throw out an entire two or three hours of work, like it just didn't work out. Hit it again, and guess what? Even in three days, I made breakthroughs. So imagine what three years of that mm-hmm. would have looked like. It, I, I'm so disassociated with the project and the, or the the results that that the weight is so lifted, and that's why I feel so good about Robbie and this house and working is like. I actually trust that the results will come I don't know how long they'll take I can set a goal at the farthest levels hey I want to be a rock star but I also know my first step you know I want to uh, create every day I want to make good music at the core I can do that uh, uh, my goals for the, the gym my goals for myself are, are right in front of my face I have near-term goals with the band. I want to get on the radio. That'd be cool. I want that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's crazy to set goals like that. People do it all the time. Like, Mr. Peace, I want to be the biggest YouTuber. Or I want to be a successful YouTuber. Not the biggest. You you set the goal, and then you look for the step that's right in front of your face. Mm-hmm. And and you just start. And you don't care about the result. You 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 do everything that we said about access your... Your discipline muscle make it your core. Use motivation as much as you want, surrounding it peripheral activities, but make sure the core is built into a routine. So, like you like you said, uh, with uh, fuck, uh, this is what I wanted to say with uh, um, freedom mm. and self control. My buddy Ben Georgevich, who's also been on the pod, said this quote to me: uh, "Habits make the worst of masters and the best of servants." So. If you, habits are the results of routines, right? Habits are the results of doing things over and over again over a period of time until they form uh, deep, deep-rooted deep circuits in your brain that make you do those things, whether you really think about it or not. Mm. Are you really free? Are you really in, in control of your life, a free, free person, if you've built a bunch of habits um, that, are, that you are serving? Mm -hmm. that aren't serving you you know you gotta drink every day you gotta smoke every day you gotta have sex every day look at porn you gotta like play video games like if they're if if those things aren't serving you but you're giving to them you're not free i'm sorry you're not free you have
1: good habits but it's because someone else told you to do something you have a boss you're like you're always doing good work but it's for someone else well in, and, that, in that case too I think it would be like if you can't do it for yourself, it obviously it's, like, it's that's not. the thing
0: you have to if you're doing you'd have to do it for yourself, you yourself on a deep level would have to want yeah to, to do a good job for that boss. like it's it, this is where it gets complicated. this is where it gets in the weeds yeah but the core principle is the same no matter what but yeah like like as I said, Robbie was doing a lot of things for me and he's got to also do it for me. In order for us to succeed, but it's realistically got to be for himself, but also meet my needs, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or we go apart, but on a on, on a really natural, in a really natural way. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it for myself because I'm doing this for myself. I care about it. But I care about you. I care about every, like you care about your family. You care about your friends, but you got to do it for you at the end of the day. It's your life. You're the main character of your story. So like that's where that's where it gets complicated like you said, you know, like if you have a job you can you can even hate the job and still be doing it for yourself. Because you can say, "Listen, I like in my goals for my life, the life I want to be is someone who makes $500,000 a year working at a job and then has that status and that ability to provide for his family and the framework for success that works really as long as you truly want that, you can work for somebody else, but it's still for you. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. As, as long as you're not lying to yourself, everything you choose is for, your, is for yourself and you're free. So it's really not about what you do, whether you're an entrepreneurial or whether you're working for someone. As long as you're doing it for the right reasons, you're living true to your meaning, your purpose and you're free you start making habits of things that serve you you will be that's where you become undeniable and unstoppable because habits will serve you all the same if i make a habit of selling if i make a habit of creating every day and it gets to the point where as i as i i said in this manifesto there will come a point what if you succeed i've never really succeeded before isn't that weird to think (laughs) yeah I know what you mean. I've never actually succeeded. I've never gone... I've never... It's never broken that threshold of exponential success. Mm -hmm. It's never broken that threshold of... It's not something that I knew I could achieve just from, you know, the basic work.
1: I've never succeeded. Well, it's crazy too. I just... You just made me think of this. If you did succeed and it was strictly based on motivation... You I would fail somewhere off. else. Yeah, but you may drop off because now you're like, well, why do you think celebrities?
0: Why do you think people crash and burn? Why do you think when people they win fall the off or when they yeah. win the lottery? People make it to crazy places off motivation, and then they this is people all the time. They make it to fame, and then they realize it didn't fill the, the it didn't fill them up, and their their you know their feeling of worthlessness may have driven them through motivation to become a big celebrity, mm-hmm. and then they realize it doesn't fill them up. And then they become a drug addict. or something wild, yeah, because they came at it the wrong way, or not ma- the wrong way. I don't even want to say that they came at it through dis or motivation. So when I say I haven't been successful, it's it's a weird way of saying, like uh, technically, according to society, I ha- I've had successes, but on the on the bigger scheme of life, nothing. I haven't been successful because I've always plateaued. And I haven't broken through to real genuine success where you're doing it for yourself. It's true to your purpose and it's earning and it's, and it's providing you with what you've, what you've dreamt of. I actually haven't crossed that threshold. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, no, it's, it's really cool. So in this manifesto, I wrote like, what do you do if you've committed to processes and you succeed? What if you start reaching goals i've re- I've reached small goals, but I haven't reached these met these kind of like really lofty like cool girthy. goals girthy goals. <laughs> I've reached a goal like oh I want to play a show with x or i want I want do something really attainable and close yeah with motivation you can I personally can hit that shit all the time. Some people can't even get that far mm-hmm. everyone's got their own challenges, but I also set then higher goals than most people. Like, oh, I want to be a rock star. I want the podcast to take off. I want to be X. I want to be Y. And uh, those goals, you know, what happens when you start to achieve them through discipline? Because there will come a point where you make habits that serve you. Mm. And you're like sitting there. You're like, whoa, like I actually want to sell right now. I'm not even thinking about (laughs) like motivating myself to do it. I'm like excited to do it. So yeah, you're in the motivation zone and that's fine because you're in a positive loop, but you know at the core of it, you know, you're really just you know, if it ever got hard, you would still do it anyway. So it's not that crazy. And mm-hmm. I think it's not it's not scary to start from a core of discipline and end up liking things or whatever. As long as you never forget your core, yeah, you know, when tough times hit, you'll you'll still be in the good good spot. You start to succeed, you have new baselines. You have new baselines at the gym. I'm now, say, I'm 190 pounds. I'm lifting heavier than I ever have before. I, I now enjoy doing legs three times a week. Mm. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm doing my processes of music. I've made some songs that I never thought possible. I'm getting interest. Maybe I'm getting on the radio. Maybe I'm achieving things. Um, or I'm selling with work, and I'm, I'm making the money I want to make. And through sales, through disciplinary routine, I'm starting to like it. You know, like, what happens if you succeed? And I, I think... Um, I think it's like a beautiful thought to just keep at it, you know, to just be like, well, Oh, the results are happening. And, um, you know what, if, if they weren't happening, I would have continued all the same. If I wasn't liking this, I would have continued all the same. So why don't I find that next thing I'm uncomfortable with, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, why don't I, why don't I find that next thing I'm uncomfortable with and you just become a better and better person eternally <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like you're like oh I like all this shit now what am I uncomfortable with all of a sudden you like know you know more languages <laughs> you're like just an exceptional like husband or boyfriend you know what I'm saying like yeah. it, it's such an interesting thought but then I thought on the flip side what happens when you fail you'll still fail all the time mm-hmm. it doesn't matter <laughs> you, you you just stick to the routine and when you fail you readjust based on what you've learned to a new direction. Okay. You know what? Instead of doing this every day, I'm going to try that. I've researched it. I talked to a bunch of people. I now know a bunch more. I'm going to do that. Right? Same with success. Yo, I'm succeeding. I'm loving this. Okay. This is really working. I'm going to do more of that, but I like to do that. You know what I'm really uncomfortable with? I hate it when, when I got to edit like Mr. Beast, you know what I mean? I hate it when I got to do that. I'm killing it. I I'm doing it all the time but I hate it. Why don't I I'm really uncomfortable with working with somebody else. You know, turning over that control to somebody. Why don't I try doing that? Why don't I try finding people, you know, that can produce for me? You know, it's like either way you do the same thing, success or failure, the results are ir- irrelevant. And as I said, if you if you become addicted to that or not even addicted, if you make a habit of that, and you have talent and you have good guidance and decision making, dude, there's no doubt I'll be I'll be the inevitable. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even if I only have one or two of those things, I'll probably be really successful. You know, I'll be the Arkells and not Arcade Fire <laughs> or like, uh, I mean, the, Arca- the Arkells are really successful. I, 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 something attainable. Maybe I'll be a studio musician. You know, making or maybe I'll be writing jingles or or writing music for commercials and I'm making like a million bucks or something dope. But I'm not that rock star. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like at some point. If I'm not talented enough or I don't have enough guidance, I'll still end up way beyond what I would have from motivation. And that's what I'm committing to. And that's why I've had these chats with you and Rob about making similar commitments only as a suggestion. Mm -hmm. You got to come to this your own way. You might already be there. You might not. You might have to fall on your face like I have. I don't know the answers for you and Rob. All I know is I feel an immense weight lifted just being back, the podcast, if, if I keep doing it, that's all me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all me. I'll, 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 I'll force myself to make it dope. I'll set up the studio. I'll find dope guests. I'll think of segments. I'll cut up clips, and I'll do the same thing with music. I'll do the same thing with YouTube videos, with covers, and with fun, with partying, with trips. I'll do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attack everything from the same core concept. And uh, that's why I'm looking forward to this next year, COVID or not. And the only thing, Kev, that could stop me is the things I can't control. Health, bad things happening, you know, death pretty much. Only, only death can stop me because, you know, bad things can happen like COVID. Bad things can happen like concussions. Your business can fail. Your wife could leave you. Anything but if you have this mentality, I think you'll you will find the the way to better days. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! So, you're fired up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're fired up. Um, is there anything like anything you kind of want to throw in, like f- kind of wrap it up? You know, stuff you're feeling, top of mind. While I've been saying all that shit,
1: no, I think you pretty much covered it, man. You had a good knack for that. Um. No, I was trying to think of a. You were talking about having like a slogan or like a ethos kind of mantra thing. So I was trying to. I was just laughing myself. I think Nike had it. Just just do it.
0: Just fucking do it. Just do it. I I, like. Yeah, that's. (laughs) It's so accurate. Um. Yeah, you can read that thing because I wrote. I wrote in the manifesto. Oh okay. I wrote a doctrine which was like a one page, like simple reminder. But that shit doesn't work either because. If you got to read something to stay disciplined, yeah, I think you're still tapping into motivation. But um, I just more wrote it to kind of condense my understanding, mm. and my understanding is is what we've said in this podcast, and that's really just applying routine and habits to train the discipline muscle to to become process oriented, uh, detached from results, and see where that kind of takes you. Yeah. But
1: uh, I guess I will say, after yeah, anyone somebody who hasn't read this book it is really good there's a we could even there is like pdf copies online um so you can find it if you, if you don't have you should, probably should go pay for it support the author but you can find it online as well
0: yeah i feel and, bad that i i kind of technically pirated it
1: yeah i bought it and then okay, I okay then you, you sent
0: me you lent it to me yeah. that's not that's not pirating yeah i can lend it to anybody that <laughs> anybody that reaches discount out
1: code um no, but I think, yeah, there's a whole lot in there that we haven't covered, but it's kind of like, I think it really, everyone who reads it thinks it's written for them. It kind of like creates a, paints a picture. You're like, wow, this is like describing my life. And so it, that, yeah, it
0: it isn't the answer either. Yeah. It just was a, it just, it just was kind of a confirmation. He did not explain. He did not explain how to do anything. He just kind of told, he just told you accurately what's going on. And as I said, if you're not, if you're mentally not in the right place, you'll read it and it'll motivate you. Yeah. And that's fine. Um, Maybe read it again when you fall flat on your face. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Or see where motivation gets you. See your plateaus. Sometimes you have to find your plateaus. You may not even have, you know, you may not even have been there yet before you realize what it is. But anyway, regardless, give us a shout um, if you want that. I'm going to show my manifesto to Kevin. I'm going to see if it's worth sharing because it might suck. It honestly might. If it's dope, I'll put it out there too. Um, if you're watching the video, I've been hiding behind the microphone because I have this like, I have my vocal mic, which has this like kind of screen in front of it, which blocks my whole face. And I got a grizzly, dirty, almost pornographic mustache right now, but it's for a good cause. My brother-in-law has a, uh, November page. I'm, I'm supporting it this year, um, by growing this dirty bitch. And <laughs> I'm going to post about it on my Instagram. If you follow me, Trav Mandu. And I'll you know, put a link where you can donate and you can see a picture of my, my face and his face. I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to help out. And otherwise, Kevo, I think that wraps it up. I think you did it. I think we did. I think we caught I think we <laughs> got the wave. The podcast will change. I don't think it will shut down. Um, it'll be different. It might not be with Robbie and me. It might be, it might be, but it still will be for the same purpose. Um, I just don't know what it'll look like. And it doesn't mean, again, it doesn't mean that Robbie's out of the podcast, or out of the band. He still might come back in. He just needs to figure it out for himself. And if I do it solo, it will still be Travis of John Famos. you know, on behalf of John Famos. tons of bands. Their individuals do things on behalf of the bands. I, I have no, I don't, I don't think there's any issues with me being a representative of the band alone um or he pops on with the odd episode or maybe he as you said like writes Robbie's riff for the fucking week and just comes <laughs> in and just like solos in the episode for like 2 minutes and then just leaves like whatever yeah. his his collaboration will be um it it it's going to be fine mm-hmm. you're going to be fine covid's going to be fine it's just a flu right <laughs> Just don't be over ninety and don't have pr- comorbidity and you're gonna be okay.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and we'll try to bring the fun back. Like I'm I'm sorry that
1: uh we to get serious for
0: one. sometimes you gotta get you gotta yeah. You gotta you gotta have not fun to have fun. Yeah. You gotta be sad to be happy. Uh we'll we'll start to Namaste. have some s- serious fun Thomas day <laughs> and we'll see you next Tuesday. Can't later <laughs> I've been dancing in my room in my feet, trying to get you love and a kiss on the cheek.
1: Cotton candy skies, like I'm stuck in a dream. And I've been feeling blue. You're the one that I need. Dancing in my room, swaying my feet, trying to.